0: Possibilities with Catherine Dean. Here we are again on Ennis Possibilities, and I'm very lucky to have found our Chief somewhere down in the city. How are you going, Chief Inspector Gary Sims?
1: Hello, Catherine. It's uh, wonderful to be back and having the opportunity of uh, connecting with the people in the Hawkesbury. Uh, yes, I've been away for uh, six weeks now, and mm. I've got another further six weeks on Operation COVID-19 uh, in the city. Yeah. So I've just come off uh, a block of uh, night shift and I'm back, uh, back in town on mm. Sunday.
0: Yeah, and to go down there, and I mean, originally, did you think that it'd go to two blocks or was it just one block of six weeks?
1: Originally, it was gonna be one block, mm. uh, but the way that just staffing levels and uh, mm. for the command to keep running the way that it needs to for the uh, community, it uh, was just the luck of the draw that my uh, my shifts lined up, and uh, so heading off to the city. Yep. Do have a an, an added bonus. I'm uh, starting duty uh, doing some things at the Novotel Darling Harbour uh, next Sunday.
0: Yes,
1: and uh, I'll be there coordinating uh, police from all different areas, including yeah. the Hawkesbury and, and Blue Mountains. Yeah. and uh, one of the police that I'll be coordinating is uh, is our daughter Emily. <laughs> so we'll actually. Have a- have a situation where uh, we'll have uh, a father and daughter working operationally, which is a pretty unusual in our
0: job. Yeah, is she looking forward to that, or is she like, "Oh my God, no!" No, no. She
1: said it's going to be her worst nightmare. So
0: <laughs> that, that's probably Jeez, the no. typically response you'd hope to get from your daughter, isn't it?
1: oh that's right. She's threatening yeah. to try to make me uh, do a TikTok dance with her and all sorts of things. So <laughs> it'll be an interesting couple of weeks.
0: Let her know that if she does that, that I'd like to see the recordings.
1: Uh, there'll be definitely no recordings of things like that. That's for sure.
0: Okay, so I need to hunt it down so I get the recordings, <laughs> and we we, we <laughs> see the other side of our chief out
1: here. <laughs> yeah. So, so no, it'll work. um,
0: you you've had uh, these two lots of times, and the people are still coming back in from overseas, and I mean it's great that they're in this sort of uh, quarantine situation. It, it's it's looking very successful. Is it? What's happening down there?
1: It is it's proving a very successful operation we're keeping um, the community safe by, by doing this. We've been able to uh, isolate uh, potential hotspots spots of, uh, of virus which has helped uh, flatten that curve yeah. which in the long run has helped ease those restrictions that we're coming out of now.
0: Mm.
1: We would have been very concerned if uh, the number of people returning to our country if we'd had open borders uh, the, the infection rate uh, potentially and I think uh, definitely would have been much higher than it is mm. and there would have been more problems in, in the communities. Mm. Uh, so we've uh, been very pleased to uh, contribute to this. Now mm. uh, the role of policing is, in in, in actual theory, um, the law enforcement part, the catching the crooks and doing that thing mm. is only a very small part of, of what we do. Mm. But we have a role to uh, keep people safe and reduce fear. And uh, these type of operations are uh, part of uh, what we do, and it gives us a chance to uh, engage with a lot of different people in the community, and mm-hmm. also to work side by side. I've been very fortunate to work uh, alongside uh, members of the Royal Australian Navy, and also mm-hmm. just recently the uh, the Air Force, and, and you know they're wonderful people.
0: I, I think that it's you're very right there. I mean, people look at police and they have that tunnel vision of just cops and robbers sort of thing. But you, I mean, even with you doing these stints that you're doing down in the city at the moment, and I could imagine knowing where you live and the driving and everything, it would be a large toll on you to have to do. So, I mean, you're obviously extremely dedicated <laughs> or that the police have got you and they're never letting you go, one of the two, but well, the yeah,
1: is, As they say, uh, sl- slaves can't quit. So, yes, yes. You know, there's a lot, a lot of people putting in big hours. Um, mm. You know, I'm doing 12-hour uh, shifts in the city, plus the travel from the Blue Mountains yeah. Yeah. via Windsor. So, you yeah. know, there's 16-hour days. We do four of those at a time and then some time off. Yeah. But, but the got, thing is, uh, though,
0: you don't stop, though, Gary, do you? I mean, I've seen you on Zoom meetings, where you're going out to Rotary, the local Rotary that we've got in Hawkesbury, uh, the SES, I mean, uh, Robin Preston. I mean, you're still keeping yourself in your area and you're still really available for people that are around, even though you are working these massive ships.
1: Well, you know, one of the things I believe at the moment is that there are definitely challenges in our community, uh, but there's a lot of opportunities. Mm. And with the platforms that we've been using, Uh, Like last night, I was uh, multitasking, I was coordinating activities at a a hotel in the city, looking after the security, uh, the police and the Defence Force people, but still able to go online and talk to over 30 of our very, very dedicated SES people who have a a regular weekly catch-up. And uh, I spent time with them talking about how to help us uh, preserve Mm. evidence at scenes of motor vehicle accidents or missing persons. Mm. and also spend time with them talking about uh, welfare issues because you know those guys and girls uh, see things and do things that um, a lot of people would never think yeah. of in their totally. life yeah. and um, I was very um, uh, interested in making certain that they uh, were aware of one of my favorite sayings that it's you know that it's uh, it's okay not to be okay yeah. and it's yeah. okay to uh, talk about it mm. because their are uh, their mental health we need those guys and girls and we need to look after them and let them know that we appreciate the work that the ses and the rfs people uh, do for the people in the hawkesbury
0: yeah i think that really the hawkesbury would uh, i mean uh, uh, it's great what you do and the one thing i'm totally impressed with is you're actually multitask i thought that was reserved for women so you know very good on that one but um oh
1: there's some uh, good role models uh in the hawkesbury that uh, do lots of things catherine and uh i know but... how busy you are with things so yeah. It, uh, it it is it's good to be able to and ma- and maintain for uh, just myself too and to maintain yeah. those contacts uh, because yeah. you know they are people that you are normally are around and um I'm a big believer as as you are in maintaining social connections and yeah. keeping people uh, engaged in the in the community
0: and I agree with you because the time being like it is now with this covid-19 that our isolation that we've had and the distancing it, it has put people into different dimensions that they would never have really imagined that they could have been. And by having the mediums that we've had with the Zoom meetings, I mean, it's been such an opening. And I have loved the way that our elderly uh, people in the community have taken this on board. And it's cut down barriers. It doesn't make up for the fact that you can't really, you know, get together sort of thing, but it does, it, it, it is crumbling the problems that we could have had that would have been vast if you'd gone back oh, 20 years ago and we didn't have it oh, until 30 years ago. It yeah. would have been just, you know, it would yeah. have been amazingly, actually, I don't know, I'd like to think about how that would have worked, you know. But to keep yourself um, engaged with the SES and all that, you know, it, it is important. And I mean, I, I know it's a part of what you do and I know you're very passionate about what you do, but it is a certain person that will go beyond that extra bit and stay engaged as you do and you i mean it's such a community thing for yourself and i i think you need big high fights for that <laughs> no, thank you thank you yeah
1: yeah it um it's, it's just the the approach that um that i've always had is that um, being part of the community and that um servant leadership of getting mm. in and doing things for people is um, uh, is very re- rewarding, you know. That's that's how uh, you you get your own sort of um, uh, value when worth. Mm. and worth, and and working with people is mm. uh, is sensational. It's uh, mm. one of the high points of, of our job. You know, during uh, the time down in the city, I was able to engage with um, some of the people who were in quarantine. Yeah. Um Won't go into too much details, but we managed to get some <laughs> of them some fresh air mm. uh, that really needed to. Um, step outside their rooms and yep. get a little bit of fresh air there was a, a doctor i was working with who had a couple of people just supervising who said look these people just they, they've got to get out of the room they're, they're yeah. not coping
0: yeah
1: so we we're able to uh talk to um uh, some of these guys and girls and they've come back from places like austria and other overseas locations and they said the level of care here in australia uh, is just so far in front of what they experienced overseas yeah you know yeah. Their, their, their conditions were they kept in their uh, the food they were given mm. um, you know the, the the policing over there was more confrontational and mm. uh, not at all supportive and they, they felt very safe to be uh, back in Australia and just so relieved to get home mm. we heard um uh examples of um, young aussies overseas who, who can't afford the uh, airfares to come home mm. you know they're trying okay. to sell up all of their yeah sell up all their possessions desperately trying to uh, to get home because the conditions would be much worse over there as we've seen on the, on the news you know the mm. the illness the virus mm. the uh, death rate is uh, so much more and they said it's very very tense mm. you know it's um you know what it's like here you hear reports of you know there's people fighting in supermarkets and everything else and it's even worse overseas so we've Mm -hmm. done we've done well as a community i've I've mentioned to a lot of people i've thought that the uh, community spirit that i've felt is similar to what we had when the olympics were here in 2000 Mm -hmm. where people were um, uh, a little bit more communal a little bit more aware of one another and more prepared now to uh, stop and have a bit of a chat at a, an appropriate right. distance and, you know i've made a habit of um when you get a coffee in the city just asking them how they're going uh, because gee it's tough mm. you see their businesses all closed up and they can't uh, serve meals and things mm. and even with the restrictions coming off they said for 10 people we, we can't we can't do it you know we can't open yeah. for yeah. 10 people so there's a lot of people who are uh, doing it very very hard so it's uh, it's nice to be able to provide some support and encouragement.
0: I was listening to something on the radio, I think it was the ABC, and they had it coming from uh, the parliament. And I don't know which politician it was, but they were saying how so many people have been affected by this. And they listed, like, an enormous amount of people, you know, the aged, Mm. the young, the unemployed, uh, the nurses, the doctors, the this, that, that, like that they did miss small businesses and I'm sure yes. that they didn't mean to, I'm sure it was an oversight, so I'm not picking that out. But I was thinking when they were saying it's small business, small business like that in my head, because the one thing I love when I uh, drive around, uh, you know, the area or anywhere I drive in Australia is uh, you see all the sign writing on cars, right? You see all this business does this, is the, 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 what we have to get out and have that gumption to have a go, you know, the old mm. Aussie, have a go. And it's wonderful because there is so many small businesses out there to have a go and to get up. And it, it's not easy to stop a job where you know you're going to get that pay to go out and have a go, to then look after all your marketing, all your business finances, all your tools, your expenses, your sick leave, your holidays, your think. All these things that when a lot of people who haven't had that experience would look at it and say, oh, it's a glorified thing to have your own business. But it's very it's very complex. And they take this risk to do it. And then they mm. get hit with something like this that no one could have ever imagined would happen. And yeah. how deflating for them. How so deflating.
1: It's such a cycle, isn't it? You have as um, people's uh, work and... Employment mm-hmm. dries up. Yep. All of a sudden, the uh, the mechanics, uh, the butchers, the bakers. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the clothing stores. People aren't going to be spending that. You know, when they've got commitments to their mortgage and other things. Yep. So a lot of the discretionary spending stops, and that just starts that cycle uh, around yep. there. Yep. And it, um, it it does bring me to uh, something you raised before about you know the effort that we put in. I I, I feel uh, very uh, humble that. You know, uh, our our position is uh, is secure. We get paid every fortnight, and mm. our uh, our business isn't at risk. Mm. So I, I believe that um, you know people like our defence force colleagues and my brothers and sisters in policing. Mm. You know they've got an obligation to get in there and work a little bit harder. To uh, mm. is it uh, Joe Joe Hockey said uh, do some of the heavy lifting. Yeah, and uh, get in there and do things because. Um, we're uh, we are fortunate and i feel you know blessed that we are uh, at a stage where we are looked after so you know we've got to go that little bit extra and uh, help people that uh, really need a hand at the moment Mm.
0: well i think that you know as far as everyone has really seen uh like the police the nurses the doctors uh, the the army or navy whatever's getting involved there and all these auxiliary places that are starting to move up and get involved and i i think sometimes they don't realize the hours that you do gary i think they they don't understand but when they hear that they they take a different approach to looking at police and the commitment that the police have for the community and that's really what you're there for it's it's not to do cops and robbers it's really to keep the community safe and and as healthy That's as right. you can really so yeah. you know you're there and you're prominent through you know whether we were having bushfires whether we went on the floods and I know the SES are there the bushfires are there and I know that they're there in their capacity that they will be now this is what these essential or this is what I call the first line services or whatever you want to call yourselves yes but the thing is that I think that There's people that will be humble with things and there's people that won't. And that's just personalities. That's all it is. But you obviously enjoy what you do.
1: Oh, very much so. um, You know, you you go to work, you you get up early and you you feel tired, but you, uh, as we say, you pull on the the mighty blue shirt and Mm. you you go and work with people of of like mind and you you go to work and you have a good time. You'll have a laugh. Mm. You'll do things. You'll get a job done, and you're helping people, and you Mm. can see the the actual impact that you're having on people. Mm. Yeah, we got some some lovely as as people were um, checking out of uh, our hotel during the week, some some beautiful uh, cards and some hand painted uh, items that they gave us to uh, to show their appreciation and thanks. So they um, you can actually see the the impact that you're you're having on people and how you can provide them with a little bit of comfort at the moment yep. and help them uh, during um, what wouldn't be a very easy part of their life, you know, being confined to a, a hotel room for uh, for two weeks.
0: Well, it wouldn't be when they've come from a place or some of the countries which are not treating them very well, then all of a sudden they're, they're confined when they get back. But as you said, they have got that safety that they feel.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I know for myself, if you were, um, um, you well, know, it sounds good to be in a nice hotel like the uh, Sydney Harbour Marriott, mm. you know, but if you can't open a window and go for a walk and
0: just oh, experience awful.
1: the thing you yeah. your life.
0: Yeah. So, and I think uh, that when you and I were speaking with uh, Robin Preston, I think I said that everyone used to say, I don't want to mow the lawn, I don't want to weed the garden, but I bet you everyone's gardeners, Robin said, we'll be so immaculate now. And just to get outside yeah. and to breathe the air is it's taken on a new, a, a new thing in life. You know, it's not oh, like, definitely. Oh my God, I've yeah. got to do the gardening. It's like, Oh, please let me do the gardening. You know, Gardening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I know so, it is. It's um, changed, changed a lot of things. And, um, you know, there's, um, um, people coming from uh, all around the world arriving in Sydney for, uh, from various destinations and mm. ports, of course. You know, they're being met at the airport, they've been provided with uh, good medical care, they've been put up mm. in safe safe facilities and they're mm. um, receiving good quality food. And you know, and they're safe and they, they spend uh, their 14 days and, you know, some sort of check out at uh, two minutes past midnight on, uh, on the 14th day, others sort of leave at a, at a more more sensible hour but yeah. there's um, uh, still still a lot of work to be done and yeah. this is why it's important for the communities still to maintain that uh, social distancing yes uh, follow the the guidelines from from the government about uh, yeah. uh, place restrictions and things mm. that we can do and and not take uh, the foot off the uh, throttle so to speak and no. not uh, not waste all the hard work that everyone's been putting oh. into
0: I think that's the thing that probably scares people the most is that they've done so much hard work and they've gone through this uh, isolation-type thing that we've been in and Mm -hmm. all the, like, mental stress that would have done to people to then finally apparently we're allowed to go to the pubs again tomorrow, I think it is, um, and some clubs are open and cafes and things like that, that will they forget that we have to... Exercise that social distancing still, and I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of concerns on a lot of people that that will happen, and we'll all end up where we were a couple of months ago.
1: Well, that's right. Uh, we saw it up here in the Blue Mountains last weekend—a uh, mm-hmm. big return of tourism and mm-hmm. people, um, you know, doing things they wouldn't have done a couple of weeks ago. And mm-hmm. you know, we're not uh, not through it yet. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, there's been big improvements and uh, mm-hmm. things have gotten better, but. Uh, we can't we can't get complacent I mean winter's almost uh, upon us yep and yep. the uh, the flu season uh, which can complicate uh, health issues yep. so you know we've still got to keep uh, working together and realize that um, those challenges are still there and go look for the uh, opportunities to to make it as, as good as we can
0: mm. I, I hear that you've been uh getting yourself involved in getting your photograph taken and uh what put up on, what was it that was going on down there and you managed to get your photo taken? No. Yes, you were were saying something that you were doing, wasn't it? And you managed to get your photo taken with something?
1: Someone? Oh, look, we had a, there was a campaign run by the Police Association. Thumbs up. um, Yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. And what we were doing is engaging people and uh, finding out how they were going and what they were doing. And I was doing some um, high-visibility policing down around the, uh, the rocks and I got to yeah. talking to a lady who uh, worked in one of the uh, domestic violence refuges down there. Mm. And uh, she um, jumped on board and um, did a uh, double thumbs up for the, for the campaign and the photograph that uh, I took of her got into the uh, promotional material. Yeah, very good. Uh, just uh, They are doing a, a montage, a collage of uh, people who were just uh, supporting this, uh, yeah. this campaign. Yeah. You know, it, um, it was getting that ripple effect you and then she said, well, I'll get other people to do it. And it was just getting people to, uh, to talk about uh, that need for uh, public health and safety mm. and to uh, realise that even when things are, um, you know, a little bit uh, grim and gloomy mm. sometimes that there are positives and that we have to focus on on the positives and keep moving, keep moving forward and just keep working hard.
0: And from what's happening in the Hawkesbury from the policing point of view, are they very happy? Like all you guys happy with how we have been going in the Hawkesbury with, you know, the social distancing and people sort of not sneaking out or doing anything? Mm -hmm. I mean, overall, do you think we've done quite well in the area?
1: We have, we're we're very pleased. uh, a lot of the uh, major indicators we look at, uh, domestic violence for example, hasn't mm. increased.
0: Yeah, I wondered uh, despite about that.
1: People been, yeah, mm-hmm. people uh, being confined in areas, they're all um, uh, similar figures to, uh, to last year. Yep. Um, we're not having uh, a lot of occasions of police having to uh, issue uh, fines yeah our primary goal is to uh, remind people before we move to uh, enforcement activities you know we're not there to uh, catch people out and give them tickets for for being close by i I remember uh, a while ago i was was out doing some of the high visibility things and there was a group of people standing around and they're obviously um, too close so i just stopped and started talking to them and didn't mention anything, and somehow they just all mysteriously managed to levitate another <laughs>
0: couple
1: of feet away from one another, like Michael Jackson doing a moon dance. And you know, they uh, they realised, and that that was as far yeah. as it needed to go. They didn't need to be uh, moved on or given an infringement notice. Yeah,
0: yeah, it, it's su- that. that subtleness is really quite good, isn't it? They probably went, oh well, wow, we're lucky he didn't notice.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right, and. Yeah. Um, it, uh, the the uh, the enforcement side is just the, the final part of the stick when people mm. don't heed a, a warning or mm. who who uh, repeatedly uh, do the wrong thing and then yeah. you've got to step up from there. Well,
0: they're not listening, are they?
1: No, no. Well, um, they obviously know they've heard it and they uh, uh, just aren't mm. showing the the concern for the community. So, but uh, overall, I mean, things are good in the Hawkesbury. They good. continue to. Um, uh do the things that we need to do yep and uh, the the public are um in a, uh, you know we didn't have any of the incidents in the shopping centers that other locations had mm. people are working well in those areas mm. and uh, no we, we were very appreciative of the efforts that people are making
0: has crime gone down in the hawkesbury uh,
1: it, well yes the uh, crime figures are stable in all of the major categories, okay, we'll always, uh, from time to time, have uh, spikes. Yep. But they uh, they come and go; they get dealt with. But uh, crime is uh, is is well uh, within the, our sort of targets that we, we look for, yep. and we're satisfied with uh, the way things are, are going. And we've still got plenty of police response, despite the fact that the Hawkesbury is contributing to this operation in the city. Yep. Which yep. We're still maintaining. Uh, what we need to do, we've got our cars on the road twenty four seven. We're getting through uh, the work that we've uh, always done, mm. and uh, no things are uh, things are going well, but uh, mm. still still a very, very good place to be. Yeah. Mm.
0: And uh, I know you you on your break, I don't want to take too much of your time up uh, this afternoon, but uh, you'll be there for a while longer as there's still a lot more people coming back in.
1: Yes, the planes are uh, coming in at um, you know, half a dozen, 10 flights a day. Right. I think the other day about 600 people arrived back in Australia. Mm. Um, so I think it's one of those classic, uh, how long's a piece of string? Right. Uh, we'll keep responding to doing the things that uh, we have, uh, a direction that's been set by the government and the Commissioner of Police. Mm. Uh, it's working. So we'll, we'll continue doing the things that we need to do to uh, keep mm. people safe.
0: Yeah, so you'll probably be there another six weeks as well.
1: Yes, I'm, I'm uh, slated in for another six weeks, uh, yep. starting starting Sunday. Yeah. Um. So yep. it'll be um, working down in the, the Darling Harbour area and mm-hmm. uh, working with police from all over uh, all over the metropolitan area.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Well, let's look. Yep. Thank you so much for catching up with us because we haven't had a chat for a while and. I know that everyone will enjoy listening to what's going on and what's happening in the place in the area and what you've been up to. And uh, I'll get that uh, out to everyone so they can hear what you're doing. We need to keep an eye on you.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's always uh, always something doing and it's uh, always good to share with the community and let them know that, um, you know, we've got our eyes firmly on keeping people safe and mm. we'll do uh, whatever we can to, to make mm. that happen. And, you know, I want to reassure people in the Hawkesbury that, despite the, uh, the calls on uh, policing numbers to maintain these operations, we, uh, we're, we're covering everything in the Hawkesbury that we need to do, uh, just yep. as we did before. Yep. It, uh, it's all uh, all working very, very well. Yep. And we've got our uh, guys and girls on the street 24 yep. uh, seven, locally as well as being deployed to the city. So, yep. uh, you know, we're, uh, we're in a good position.
0: Excellent. Thank you very much and appreciate it. You take care of yourself.
1: Uh, certainly will. It's uh, always good to catch up and uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon.
0: Okay, ta da
1: Okay then. Cheers. Bye-bye.
0: Well, I hope you found that last chat as interesting as I did. I know that every time I talk with someone, there's always something to learn or a little piece of gold that's hidden well in there. For any of the show notes, it can be found on my website, katharinejean.com. And for everyone out there, if you're feeling stuck, in where you are just remember that your change is only one thought away very big high five to you all and i'll see you on my next episode of endless possibilities